Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You may not always like his opinion, but you can bet he'll have one. Welcome to The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I just had uh, one of the more unusual conversations that I've had in a long time. And you'll hear that conversation on air, specifically in about an hour's time, just over an hour from now. But I'll give you a little bit of background. Christiane Boudreau is the mother of uh, a then 22-year-old Calgarian who converted to Islam, became radicalized, joined ISIS and was killed in a firefight in 2014. And uh, Christiane Boudreau, I spoke with her at that time. She was getting very heavily involved in the de-radicalizing process for people who had become radicalized. And uh, what I didn't know at the same time, when she would go and apply for work, now she's Canadian, she has only one citizenship, and that's Canadian. When she would apply for work, she would eventually have whatever position she was applying for denied her. And the response sort of was, well, you're that terrorist's mother. Or if it wasn't said in those words, she found out that there was the employer didn't want to hire her because of her son. It wasn't her fault that her son became radicalized. It wasn't her fault that her son went and fought with ISIS. She could have done what many other parents have done who find themselves so unfortunately in that reality and they just go silent. They don't talk to anybody. But Christiane Boudreau went public and she said, I'm going to do what I can, as I recall, to help uh, de-radicalize. And she got involved with a European organization that was involved in that. They're called uh, Hyatt. And uh, so she had this de-radicalization program underway in this country. But because she couldn't find a job, last year she went to France, left Canada, went to France. Her parents lived there. And she was going to see if uh, something could be done, if something would be better for her there. Because she didn't have a reputation in France, and nobody knew about her son. Well, she had a Canadian passport. So she had Canadian travel documentation and Canadian ID, national ID of passport. It was perfectly fine. It was valid. She flew to France on the passport. And while she was there, the federal government of Canada invalidated her passport. And since that time, she hasn't been able to get any travel documentation of any kind. She told me, and you'll hear it, uh, and I'm not going to give away everything right now, but I just want you to have an idea of what's coming. She told me that she'd been in touch with the Canadian embassy in France, in Paris, and they had said go to the passport office, and the passport office said go to the embassy. She has only one citizenship, and that's Canadian. And doesn't our prime minister consistently say a Canadian is a Canadian is a Canadian? Wasn't that his argument for not taking away the citizenship of a 
dual citizen, a dual Canadian citizen who was convicted of an act of terrorism. No, you can't take away the citizenship because a Canadian is a Canadian is a Canadian, said the Prime Minister. And yet his government is making it impossible for this Canadian to come home. What's that about? Oh, uh, it'll be interesting when you hear what Ralph Goodale had to say, the form or the uh, the federal minister for public safety. So you'll want to hear that interview uh, in the next hour, all of it. And uh, I'm going to do some follow-up on it starting today when I get off the air, maybe even before. This is just very strange. Even if you're a lawbreaker, you can come back to your country of, of origin. You can come back to your home country. You're allowed to travel back to your home country. You may find yourself in trouble. You may find yourself in prison, but you can fly back. You can come back. And I asked uh, Christiane Boudreaux what she thinks should happen to those two young women who were discovered in a tunnel under Mosul, and apparently Canadian, and fighting with ISIS, and had, uh, had guns and uh, explosives belt. She's very direct about what should happen to them. So you will not want to miss that. It's just very strange. If there's somebody, if there's, a, if there's an immigration lawyer or a... Um, a prosecutor or someone in government who understands what's going on, well, give us a call. Or, or send me an email to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. If you're just guessing, don't, please, because, you know, we can all guess. But if you have uh, some specific information that would be useful, I'd like to know what it is. That's just very strange. Very strange. Scott Newark's going to talk to us as well about... Um, what do you do with individuals who have been radicalized, who went to fight for a terrorist organization, and then when the terrorist organization is destroyed, they, they want to come home? What, what do you do? Former Crown Attorney, adjunct professor at Simon Fraser University, he teaches the balancing of civil rights with public safety, and the former senior policy advisor to a previous federal minister for public safety. There's a lot coming up today. O.J. Simpson will receive his get-out-of-jail card so decided the, the Nevada Parole Board. And Gloria Allred is going to be joining us. She represented the family of Nicole Brown Simpson during the criminal murder case against Simpson. And uh, Ms. Allred watched very carefully what went on in that parole board hearing. Simpson looked, um, this is a cocky, huh? This is cocky. Well, I guess I'll go to Florida because <laughs> you, you don't want me to be in Nevada to the parole board members. Anyway, he got his parole. And when we come back, we're going to start on the issue of minimum wage in the province of Ontario. It's happening elsewhere as well. But in the province of Ontario, Premier Kathleen Wynne is trying to construct a ladder to climb the election popularity polling. And uh, this is going to lead to a $15 minimum wage. It'll be $14 in January of 2019, then $15 a year later, and then it bumps up according to the cost of living. Interesting how politicians always make plans way down the road, way beyond the next election. It's like, we're going to be here for 15 years. We're going to make the, uh, the decisions now for 15 years from now. Anyway, the Can Canadian Federation of Independent Business did a survey of uh, small and medium-sized business owners in, this, uh, in the province of Ontario. And 34% of them 
are considering selling, moving to the United States, or closing down because of minimum wage going up. So we'll talk to Catherine Swift, who's the former CEO and president and chair of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, of course, one of our triumvirate of beauties. She'll be joining us on the NAFTA issue later on in the program. When we come back, Catherine Swift on minimum wage. It's the Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network.